Dun, 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 dun. Martini works. That's the new one. How's it sound? New one? We'll try it out. That season is a... Uh, we no, are season one because we're so. about we're, we're close almost to two. To <laughs> we're close two. to two. Ladies we can and see it if, on the horizon. If you are listening in, ladies and gentlemen, you will notice no difference between this week <laughs> and next week. However, if you watch, you're going to see that there is a substantial difference because this is the last time that there are four adult men in a 12 by 14 bedroom filming a podcast, and I am excited. They can't see Mario, but he's here. Yeah, Mario's hiding behind the curtains, if you will, because we have finally. Can we say it? Yeah, we got yeah. a shop. We got a shop. We, I think we did say, but like it's official, official. Yeah, yeah we, we signed it, and they didn't cancel it halfway through. Yeah, they didn't say actually we don't part. like you. They didn't say and psych. They un- unsigned <laughs> a legal document. I'm not entirely, and that probably wasn't legal. No, it's not next to a church. No, That's, it is next to a pickle factory. We like even pickles. better. <laughs> we like, I, I do love pickles. So the great news is, is we're going to be turning it into our very own home, which we're trying to do it a little bit different. It's going to take a long time for sure. Yeah. But I think one of the things I got most excited about was we're going to have all of our stuff in one spot. We're going to have a place for us to hang out. We're going to have the sim rig actually set up in a place that you can use. We have some merch that's going to be on display for people. It's We're going to have storage for all the wcc stuff like it's all gonna be in one place for over 10 years (laughs) ladies and gentlemen across all of the random ass things that we do Mm -hmm. we have spread the stuff out amongst homes yeah mostly homes closets random storage units that i think i still pay for but i'm not entirely sure if i do and now we're all gonna have it in one spot. Dude, how funny would it be? You remember that show like Storage Wars or whatever it was? <laughs> They're all, all of a sudden Alex watching one day, it's just on TV. <laughs> they like, open it up and the glory and the Z is there, and he's like, Oh shit. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, and they bid it away for like yeah. five grand. <laughs> yeah, most most people have to worry about like Netflix and Hulu subscriptions that they didn't know about or like yeah. gym memberships. Alex is just random storage units across Wisconsin. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a weird thing, and it's not a flex. It's just quite literally, we have so much shit going on. <laughs> and I, I do. Pr- it's it's a me problem, um, but I'm excited. Yeah, you I think start a lot of cars stuff. are just big. Well, I can't help it. Okay, <laughs> it's one thing a year, and that's just how she goes. But what I will say, what I'm most excited for, and you guys can tell me if you think this is a little over the top. Okay, I want to do an open house. No, oh, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's like, right on like target. Mayor, Everyone you know, from the podcast June. is invited. Everybody that listens to the podcast and drops an emoji okay. is invited. Oh, they have to drop an emoji. Yeah, what they're emoji? getting wild down there. Okay, what emoji? which emoji? Be more specific. Well, I feel like if it's uh, some guidelines, mm, cake. No, let's do. <laughs> I want to see the most what? unique emojis. Okay. Yeah, use the emojis that are never used. <laughs> that's a good. That's one. what I want to see. <laughs> Careful. Our Careful. One person can do cake. Our once comments, you see cake, don't do it anymore. Our comment section is just going to look like yeah. it got no, hacked. Try to do a different emoji than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Which, by the way, if your name is Clayton H, Brayden G, Vince C, Alex H, Michael C, Christopher T, Michael An- actually, Chris T, he's bought multiple things from us. Thank you, dude. Nice. Angel S, John F. Uh, Bristol G or Brandon C. Thank you so much for the support and a huge, huge thank you to Clayton. Clayton picked up our largest order to date. Yeah, he's throwing a wild. body kit yeah. on a Gloria, and I'm excited to that see. That is a huge order, physically and monetarily. monetarily. It's like um, <laughs> don't affirm kit. that one. <laughs> no. Body kit and an exhaust, right? Like it yeah, all comes together. It's like a, a I didn't know that was a thing. Kit exa- Yeah, well, probably because. 
I would imagine that the body kit has like a, a specific exhaust cutout. Yeah. And so the exhaust has to fit that. That makes sense. It just doesn't like you don't hear I can't that. even get double A's with my remote, let alone <laughs> an exhaust, exhaust with, your body, with my yeah. body kit. That's true. So that's really neat. The You have to imagine like the brand that makes this kit, though, is yeah, absolutely floored because it's it's for like a glorious Cedric yeah. platform, which is al- already, already quite odd, uncommon. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the full kit with the full exhaust. Yeah. It's the whole thing. And They're you know, like, there's this some is the first one that we've ever sold. Somebody in Japan's like, where the fuck is that kit? <laughs> where did we put that in 2006? Covered under like five inches of dust. Fuck. Yeah. What is it? It was a K break. Yeah, K break kit. Body kit. I always love that because when if you guys are are interested to know, and I think we talked about this before with body kit specifically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a mystery as to why they make so many versions, but let we'll let you in on a secret with body kits. They only make 60 typically per mold. And then when they need to remake the mold because fiberglass or resin starts to crack in there and things start to get weird, they make a new version. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have V2s and V2.5s and V3s. But these old kits, there was never like a new version. So it's rock the same mold. Yeah, they just made 60, 30 years ago. And they're just hoping they eventually sell. It's an investment, maybe. Kind of. That's why they're seven grand. And that's why they're very expensive. So thank you so much for the support. And if you guys are looking to mod your car, mod your car at Martini Works. Tax season's coming up, but we promise to only sell you the good parts, good shit. We're not going to sell you dog shit. Yeah, that's true. Literally and physically. Yeah. Dakota? Yeah. Updates. Updates. Um, okay, so Supra have been pricing out what I broke. Um, <laughs> luckily, it Sick. seems cheaper than what I thought, so that's good. Oh, yeah. uh, but I've been driving the Golf R some more. And dude. Honeymoon still, go, oh still going God. hard? Oh, dude, I want to sell the Supra and get a second Golf R. What That's the fuck? That's how good fuck? that fucking car is. What's your... Oh. If you were to break it down into a single word on why the Golf R is so fantastic, what would the word be? Sorrow, sauerkraut. It's, that's German a, baby. Okay. Engineering, all right? <laughs> that sour- car was made by the German master. All right? That's Careful. why it's good. No. Careful. Honestly, though, Euro cars do stuff really really well that jdm cars don't do yeah like break what? that break that Interiors. down for fair <laughs> and that's just yes. i'm not throwing shade you know what you're getting into when you buy a japanese car if you go look at like uh let's say an evo 10 uh sti yeah. um i'm just thinking of these common jdm cars and you sit in them and then you get a european car that's in the same price mm-hmm. range and you sit in it they are two different worlds completely yeah, yeah. um <laughs> I would say uh, I feel like Japanese cars are a little more focused on performance. Like you're going to see like, you know, um, Brembo brakes and Recaro seats and stuff like that. Like you get a little more name brand heritage stuff in there. It's like only the essentials. Like they focus on the essentials. But then, uh, dude, like even the fact that because it's a 2017, but the touchscreen, just how fucking good it works (laughs) and feels. And it's just like next level. That's that's something to say, too, even because... for a 2017 one, you know, six years later now, yeah, to still be like, damn, this is keeping. I up. know it yeah. blows me away. Usually, it's like, you know, I hop in my mom's Dodge Ram, and a year later, it's like this shit, dude. It's almost outdated. like you get it off the lot, and you're like, man, this is kind of, <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, that's uh, what I that's what I noticed with the Nissan without the Apple CarPlay. Mm-hmm. When I just had it connected to the normal Bluetooth, I'm oh, looking yeah. at this this integration or infotainment system, I'm like. This shit looked like Google Maps from like 2009, like yeah. black and white, no yeah. color, old, slow. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and just, Apple CarPlay comes in, it's like, oh yeah, my god, th- yeah. Luckily, Thank that has, yeah, yeah, they have relied on that a lot. Yeah, like that that has been like um, 
a saving grace for a lot of manufacturers. Yeah. I feel like they're like Apple's like we got this one. And to be fair, I do have to agree with you because for the for the brief period of time when I had that Gen two R eight, which obviously yeah. is the halo car of Audi, but they mm-hmm. put a lot of that stuff in their other yeah. Audi lineup. I have never had a more driver centric, mm-hmm. focused infotainment dash system everything was perfect there was never a time where i was like i really don't like that yeah everything yeah. was perfect and, and right where it should be you get in some of these new cars with the 48 inch dash and it's like <laughs> you're, you're like overcome with fucking mm-hmm. options yes. and colors and it just it's noisy yeah it's very 100%. noisy it's so refined it's so nice and just driving the car feels good the fucker pulls like a freight train in first and second it has its different driving modes between comfortable normal race it has a lap timer it has a mm-hmm. boost gauge built into the dash it's like the perfect like i feel like i'm at that age where it's like even though i still really like like srt4s mm-hmm. cobalt sss i'm in like that next bracket of yeah. car right like we've we've leveled up i've evolved i've hit level 32 and i'm in that mid yeah. level yeah. your back evolution hurt you want yeah. to be comfortable dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> now all of a sudden buying race phenomenal. seats you're looking at it you know it's so good i don't have oh i do have one negative thing to say about right. it and it's bad oh. it's really fucking bad hey don't stress me out okay? and it's about the interior so maybe i'm backtracking here it's so fucking stupid it's the dumbest shit i've ever seen the volume knob rotates like the symbol. So like let's say you turn your volume up, your now your symbol's all like cattywampus and angle. Oh. Like why wouldn't the center just stay and the knob turn so then the logo of the volume knob is just there? You know what I'm saying? That is the most annoying so shit. I would have paid what, to see Dakota realize that. What symbol are you talking about? Is it like a plus minus? Like the power icon for like on your radio, like yeah. that's where the volume is. So, like, the power icon rotates as you rotate it. So, if it's, like, at 50 degrees, you don't know what button it is? No, it's not about knowing what button no, it is. It's, it's aesthetically about the fact that ugly. it doesn't look good. Yeah. How big is it? Oh, okay. I, I was expecting, like, maybe a little guy. Well, I, I mean, like, it's... Oh. my The thing is, my Supra has the same exact thing, same exact knob, and the power button stays straight when you <laughs> okay. rotate it. It is so god-off. It's such a dumb idea. That's have fair. just a. F- That's fine. <laughs> Imagine your know. air conditioning controls if they all turned with the knob. How <laughs> right? stupid yeah. that I, would be. I get that. I get that. Don't got that issue in a Nissan. I just don't know if I would notice that. Oh, I feel like <laughs> I would notice. You have it. to. No, I would. Well, I'm gonna it. now. And probably the most important update is I hit 93 fishing in Grinscape. We're over halfway, baby. We're over halfway. We're over halfway officially. Nice job. Can, when, I, can I buy your lobsters? Uh, no, it's monkfish. Can I buy your monkfish? I'm gonna go pecan. Yeah, I got. How many? I think 60K, 60,000. How much per? It, well, I don't flash, know per, flash but it's, one buying monkfish. it's around 11 mil or so. Ugh, I can do eight. I got to cook them. I might get 99 cooking after 99 fishing. I remember dropping in the old super strength pot, mm-hmm. super attack mm-hmm. pot, defense pot, going out there with some prayer pots and yep. just monkfish, a couple yeah. of the other vials so that you could double up on the eating. And no matter what I learned about Pekang, I always got too anxious ended up fucking something up. I watched RuneScape <laughs> PKing like live streams. They're all adults. There's no child. No, no dude. Old no. school These RuneScape people anymore. Are and then it's like, I'm watching it. I'm like, maybe I should get into it. I, it would be fun to PK again. And I watch yeah. these people like, yeah. you're too they're hotkeying the motherfucker thing. And they're do, they're fighting three people at the same time. I'm like, I can barely, I could barely switch from an ancient staff 
to a DDS <laughs> to PK somebody. This motherfucker is like, duh, 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 here's 17 different outfits yeah. and 14 different yeah. pots. I just, no, you just, I'm good. You got to enjoy the other parts of the game. That's why I fish. Just <laughs> casually grinding your life like, away. Cool. Yeah. It's like brain rot for gamers. Like, RuneScape is brain rot Ooh, for the gamers. number went up. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Humans are simple creatures. Uh, Gels, Hi. any update on the cars there? Uh, no. You figure out why your car's making noise? We're just going to avoid that. And just just turn the volume up type just deal? Turn the, vo it, the volume doesn't go up high enough. It's getting louder. Holy <laughs> shit. It's getting louder? It's getting no, worse? No, no, it's not. Oh, okay. I, I honestly have just been procrastinating really bad and have not had the chance to look at it. So hopefully this weekend um, be able to dig in there a little bit. Take a maybe like it'll be good news. Maybe you're going to be like, oh, it's yeah. this. Yeah. Or yeah. torn boot or something, and it's just making some noise. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well. Hopefully it goes well. What about you, Alex? What have you been working on with the cars? What's the latest? It's update? only been a few days. So, what you got? Oh God, um, I got new car parts. So, uh, I'm working with Grip Royal on a steering wheel for the S2000. Okay. So that came in. Oh, nice. and then we got a little custom center cap made that's got the Martini Works logo, and then in the middle it says "Go Like Hell." So I'm really excited for that. Center, you then, mean like the button? Yeah, the button. Okay. And then the whole point is like the stitching and the suede match the seats that are coming from Status. So that's really cool. I'm waiting for Status to give me an update because obviously all their stuff is like handmade. They mm -hmm. hand stitch it or put the colors together. Whatever the fuck it is. People say status. I've heard people say status. Listen, the two dots above one of the A's just confuses everybody. Maybe is it's above, above the T. I thought it was above the U. Well, <laughs> there we go. Status. Anyway. <laughs> I can't remember. Outside I've never of that, been rich enough to have those seats. <laughs> I reached out to Ballad uh, Sports as well, and I got some uh, uh, rails, some adjustable rails. It's for Ballad. The Stop it. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And uh, so hopefully once that's in, really all that's left is like 10 other things. And then we're oh. going to get it locked and loaded. But I did find out, learned a lot because we took out the soft top of the S2K and I couldn't figure out. There's like this guy that was on Instagram or on forums back in like 2004 oh, nice. that had a picture of like a plastic cover, but it was a hard top. Okay. And so it was like a delete. It looked like a soft top. Delete, oh, yeah. You know? So they put like, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, where, where is that? Well, I need that. And I went on like a three-hour search through and the catacombs like... of forums. I learned this guy's name, first name, <laughs> last name, Facebook page, Instagram. I went to his Instagram. Social security he number? He hadn't had a Honda S2000 in nine years. Oh, I'm like, shit. oh, God, I'm going to feel really weird messaging this guy. Go to message him. Doesn't allow messaging unless you follow. Went to follow him. Oh. Requested. Sitted there for three days. I'm like, fuck it. And so I started looking around, Damn, and I'm going, through, I'm going through every possible channel to figure this out until finally, finally, through creating an account on one of the Honda forums, I was able to get access to one of like the closed threads. Yep. And he had said, oh, it's just the stock soft cover, soft top cover. If you take the piece off of it, you can just put it right back in the car. <laughs> oh. So I spent, I'm not even kidding, like seven hours in total looking like for this piece. for a piece. part you already have? Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's where I was at. That's quite the story. It's, yeah, so we <laughs> got that going on. And then uh, from... I mean, essentially, from there on out, it's uh, figuring out the wrap, really trying to, 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 to decide on that. It's just everything's so freaking expensive, man. So it's, uh -huh. it's, it's tough to, like, you know, you need brakes. I want to get new tie Those rods. Important. I want to get new, not even, like, upgraded tie rods. I just want to get new OEM ones. tie rods. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, transmission or diff, I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, a wrap is two grand. It's like, fuck. That's pretty good for that kind. Well, that's of just oh. the design. Right? Oh, we oh, about the oh design, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, maybe I just wrap it the base I color and we do something. it ourselves, and then it's like, well, it's probably gonna look like shit. Then and it's like, I don't know, man. I woke up and thought this thought. 
nightmare. Would you like? And I know you guys have had wrapped cars, but like, would you ever buy a car that's currently wrapped? No. No. Yeah. No. Isn't that crazy? And nowadays, there's tons of wrapped cars. I was just thinking about that. Dude, like, with how many? Like, you have no idea what's no. under there. You have no idea who wrapped um, it. Even the many? owner might not know what's unless, under there. Unless it's like an actual track car, in which case you know why it's wrapped. Right. It got yeah, absolutely shit true. on. Yeah, I suppose that if it if I'm. Like if you're buying it. if you're buying a track spec Miata yeah. or something and it's got a wrap on it, you know that if you were to peel that thing off, it's, it's gonna be fucked. It's yeah. terrible. You're probably the only reason you're peeling it off is to rewrap it. Yes, so. well, absolutely. It, and there's so many factors that could go into it because, like, yes, the paint could have been fucked. Mm-hmm. It could have mismatched body panels, or even the person that installed the wrap could be cutting that bitch oh, yeah. up on accident. Well, that's what happened to my 996. Yeah, that, that oh, happened yeah. when we put the wrap that on. It happens that car. so many times. Yeah, because they're like, you won't notice. No. And it's, it's underneath like, the wrap. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you do notice, you're not taking it off for a few years. I'm going to be out of business anyway. <laughs> Literally. I swear to God. I don't know what it is with wrap companies, but there's only few and far between. Uh, Joran over here in Appleton is probably like the only, one of the only guys I think I now go to for anything like that. Because yep. I, it's not that I've had bad luck. I just, well, for some well. <laughs> for some reason, it seems like the tinting, wrapping business model, it, it just, it brings in... The people that trick you into going into, you know, the wild and then they kill yeah. you and you're fucked and you lose all your money, except I, it's not death. It's just your car is now worth less because they <laughs> completely fucked it up. I do agree. Tint shops are hard to come by. Like I good find ones. one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like this. Shut down. All right. Yeah. Then I go and it's like you ask around like, hey, where do you go? Tent? You get like three different answers. You look it up. One of them's closed. The other one has terrible fucking reviews. And the other guy's like. I'm booked till 2028. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing asking for tint? I'm like, okay, I, I guess usually, I won't do there's it. There's usually a few things that I can like smell out if a shop is is good okay. or like it meets a criteria. Number one, this is gonna sound really bad. Do do they accept credit card payments? Okay, I know this is setting the bar low, but the amount of times I've asked about wrap <laughs> or tint, and they've been like, yeah, it'd be like 200 cash. I'm no longer interested. I'm scared. Because if they lead with the cash first, the business is already on a decline. Okay, the 3% credit card fee is not going to be the reason the business shut down. Hey, well, taxes, Uncle Sam. No, no, I get it. I get it. But it's the business principle. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. give me 200 cash. I'll do it. I I get what you're saying. I get a bit of a red flag. Yes. I get what you're saying. It's just not professional. You really better know the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Number two. Okay. Okay. You can't put the keys in a drop box. You just leave it in the car. Oh, yeah. That's, that's warning. No, that's red flag number two. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I've had it before where I've, I've reached out to people and they've been like, yeah, if you just want to drop it off at my house, you can leave the keys in like the mailbox or like on the on the top of the wheel and, and I'll take care of it. I'm like, red flag number two. <laughs> Not in. Don't like that. Not in. I'm out. Metal box ain't that expensive. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you bolt it to a wall with like two nails that you could easily rip off. I will actually feel safer regardless. Really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It doesn't matter. It's a box. Do you have a red Can't flag open number it. three? I'm thinking about it. I did have a red flag number three, and that red flag number three was one. <laughs> I had this one time where the guy uh, was telling me that he could just um, tint it like at my house. He's like, I can bring everything mobile over, tinter. and I can tint mobile tinter. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, I was like, cool. I was like, do you have like a setup? And he's like, uh, no. He's like, but what I'll do is I'll just have everything shipped to your door, and I'll just install it there. I'm like, okay, um, mm. sounds good. And he's and then he's like, well. Do you have like a a water hose? And I'm like, 
What do you need a water hose? He's like, well, I have to I like, do you have a spray bottle or something like that? Oh and I'm like, God. okay, I'm done. This is not build. This is not build a window tint shop. Okay, like, I'm sorry, man. You're actually my first customer. Yeah. <laughs> I have no do idea you have what I'm doing. Squeegee. Yeah. Can yeah. I? <laughs> and the other one, if there's a fourth red flag, is like, I I get. You, there are some jobs where you have to like buy the material ahead of time, right? Like mm-hmm. put a deposit down. But when you have to buy the whole service. Or like put money down for him to buy the material that usually scares me a little bit too. Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. with window tint specifically, with wrap, totally get it because yeah, it's a yeah. more expensive thing. Yeah, but like window tint is like yeah, normally you they got roll that, on you, yeah, you know. Say, normally they have it on deck ready to go. Yeah. It's kind of weird they got to. I'm just very confused by. I don't know if you guys and the audience will let me know. I got the Z windows uh, tinted by Joran, and uh, we were talking about like different options, and I love Joran to death. I still don't fucking understand the value propositions of XP Pro Ultimate yeah. Black Max 99.7% HP VR headset included. Like, I don't get It is kind of wild, all the different, like, and this has gone on through the years of, like, levels of tint that yep. you can get. Like, it's like, I want 20%, but there's five different options for 20%. Yep. And, and you like, know that They shit can is... get so crazy expensive, yeah. too. It's absolutely insane. I don't know. I've heard people that aren't tin shops say that, like, they got the, um like, because it's supposed to deflect the sun more. And right. Keep they the say they really like right. it. But okay. I don't know. In my experience, regular tint does that just fine. I, I've, I've definitely noticed cheap tint, mm-hmm. but I think it's just a little confusing to me when it's like the popcorn model at movie theaters where it's like a small is nine dollars but a large is 965 mm-hmm. so it's like you look at the tint and it's like well tint is going to be 300 bucks but the ultimate pro max hdr 4k is you know 30 dollars more it's like well let's do that am i <laughs> what do i buy now i feel like i have to buy the better one exactly yeah, yeah. the movie theater always gets me i'm always every single time i'm in line to get concessions like we'll sneak some in what i, sneak I know i know We'll sneak some in, but then there's it's like oh I'm in the movies I want a soda and popcorn I'm not gonna sneak in a soda so it's like I'm like okay we're gonna do it this way it's gonna be yes, super please. cheap hey shut Sorry. shut up don't call the police anymore nine one one what's your emergency <laughs> yes he's stealing candy um no okay so my point here I always think it's gonna be super cheap and I get it planned out in my head. And then when I go to pay, it's forty fucking dollars, and I don't <laughs> for popcorn know how they do it. Yeah, I'm like, what? No, yeah. I, I they get the you with the five dollar movie night, yeah, and then the forty dollars. And for even with sneaking in candy and shit, it's still like do forty you, bucks. Do you have the Marcus Theaters card? It's, a good, it's, it's a, a good card to get. It's a good card to get. I go is. to the movie like thirty eight dollars. I go to the movie theater twice a year. <laughs> so I, here's here's what yeah. I will say. I okay. Oh, since we're just. Letting out That's our dirty they laundry. Forty dollars for fucking popcorn. There's been times where Beck and I would would put like you know, I don't know what it is with movie theaters and Angry Orchard because I don't drink Angry Orchard at any other point in my life besides when I go to movies. But we'll keep like I, we'll we'll put some Angry Orchard in like uh, a little cooler, and then before we walk in, we bring in the Angry Orchard and we get the popcorn, and it's a two dollar movie night, and it's still forty dollars. <laughs> I don't I, understand. I don't know how much that b- I believe because I specifically remember doing keg stands on an Angry Orchard keg at Alex's party. I ended up on the roof of my own garage that day. <laughs> Not a movie <laughs> theater. Right. <laughs> He's like, I never drink Angry Orchard outside a of a keg of. That's Angry what I'm saying. <laughs> 
I mean, I like Ingrid. I'm not. I'm not one of them snobs. I don't give a fuck what you drink. Drink, that was a, drink what you like. But that was a great day. I, I've never heard birthday? someone yeah. having a keg of angry. Or what about doing keg stands on an angry? That's orchid? so wild to me. And Becca did a better keg stand than I did. Just to be clear, you still it's, ended up on the roof somehow. I was. I don't know what I was doing up there. It was an exciting time. I think Sean Berger got the basketball stuck up. Yeah, there. or something like that. <laughs> that was back at the first house in Appleton. That was an awesome time. What I will say is that the project cars are going to come along even faster now. Now that we have a space, which is absolutely awesome. Maki, he's gonna Mario, Mario, he's Mario, your responsibility. Mario, you are responsible for him. He's <laughs> he's coming with us. That's Shopcat. He's coming with That's for sure. Cat, Cat. Well, if PCAT pees at the shop, it's all on concrete. PCAT pees, I'm a PK him. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Maki, he didn't mean that. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break, but not after talking about one of our favorite, favorite sponsors in the entire world, Continental Tire. If you guys have been listening to this for like the last six months, you already know we're going to talk about Conti. But yeah, I do want to bring in a little bit of a news flash oh, for you. Breaking news? Tax season's coming around. Oh, people, are, people are looking at car parts to buy, and most of them are looking at wheels or coilovers. And I would just highly recommend that as you make that budget decision, you look at getting good tires. Don't get cool wheels with shit tires. Continental Tire has some really great options. They are affordable. They work super well. The DWS 06 Plus is a fantastic tire. Mario, watch the cat peeing. And, of course, the ECS 02 is a great track tire as well. So if you guys are interested in picking up some tires, we have them all on the website at Martini Works. We actually stock quite a few of them as well, which means that if you order it, we can get it to the warehouse in, like, less than a day, and then we ship it out to you, and you're right as rain. So it's super awesome. We're super thankful for Josh and the Continental Tire team for being a partner of the Martini Works podcast. You're going to see us talk about them more as we get into the springtime. But, yeah, that's what I got. Let's take a break. think new cars are going to age well at all why because they have the huge electronic dashes in the screens going on it looks like jetson shit and think about any time an iphone came out and how you look back at an old iphone and you're like jesus it looks prehistoric that's exactly what's going to happen if you look at older cars they all have mechanical gauges and stuff and that has aged very well over time for the most part there's some interiors that are dated but I, I just think all these digital dashes are going to age like fine shit. I think there's been a weird decline in the mid-tier cars, especially when you when you mention if it's being timeless or not. Because everybody always thinks about the halo cars of certain brands. They always are like, no, it's going to be timeless. The Super will be timeless. The Jerry will be time." But they're only looking at maybe just the exterior. Or they're only looking at the top-tiered package option where most people are buying the base model sports car. When you do look, especially on like the domestic side right now, or even like the new Nissan Z, the interiors, they do leave a lot to be desired versus some of the old stuff from, you know, the 2000s or even like the 90s. So timeless cars. How do you even make a car timeless? What do you think? Say, how do you mod a car and make it timeless? Be timeless? I, I mean, what comes to mind for me is, is buying like real good parts like authentic like legit if you're buying aftermarket parts like what is going on at that time and not necessarily just falling into like trends that are going on sure yeah, i think good. i think you need to have a good yeah. outlook on like stuff happening in like the scene if you want to call it that and be like is this just like gonna be a weekly fucking tiktok thing or is this kind of where everything is heading and it's going to be around for a while and i think you need to have like a good like kind of foresight and judgment on that uh, before you go throw it on your car because i think it can happen really quick where it's like 
you start just throwing a bunch of random aftermarket parts at a vehicle and then you kind of lose sight of what you're even doing or like what your goal with it is um whereas if like you have like a, a specific thought out process of it and you use really good parts that are going to last and hold up i think that's how I would go about it. I've always followed the 70-20-10 rule as much as I could. We've talked about this in the yeah, past. Where yeah, it's yeah. like You look at a car build aesthetically, 70% of the car, unless it's like a wrap, should be one color. Mm-hmm. You know, 20% is like your secondary color if you want to do something a little bit different. And then you have a tertiary color. That's usually like the brightest color mm-hmm. of, of the group. But that's only 10% of the car. Right. And you really try to lock in like a three-color tone build and when you do that you kind of put yourself in control a lot like you check yourself way more because you're not throwing a random red or you're not throwing a random blue or an orange somewhere because all of a sudden having you know orange uh brakes on your car looks cool because everybody's doing it well if you don't have that as one of your tertiary colors you don't do it you get the standard black or whatever it is that matches and i think i know that it's helped me a ton with trying to make things work obviously with like wraps it completely goes out the window but (laughs) i would say that like trying to follow a three color system definitely works and chrome counts as a color you know the polish counts as a color your hardware on a on an overbody or like a wide body car that counts as a color in my opinion and plastics uh, plastics count as a color so i do really try to lock that in and i think it helps a lot of people especially if you're new to building a Mm -hmm. car where you don't really know what you're doing it's like at least try to get the same color. Yeah, keep just your, get the same color. Keep your colors to a minimum, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I don't think builds necessarily need to be timeless. I think it can help because yeah. car parts are so damn expensive. So it's like, if I want to have a car and have it look good for a while, you know, <laughs> follow these guidelines. Um, some of these are just good guidelines in general, though, too. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I think it's okay to hop on a trend too. If there's something you like, obviously we all like unique stuff. We all like to make, you know. Yeah, but there's. Right if it's a trend it's probably because a lot of people enjoy it and exactly. it's okay to do stuff that yeah. a lot of people yeah. enjoy and it's fun yeah yeah absolutely i think what i what i look at it with that is, is like if it's something that you can easily reverse yeah. if needed mm-hmm. yep or it's like oh everyone's running carbon hoods again okay yeah. we'll just keep your stock hood for when you, you know what's like not easily reversed hood. what's that wide bodies and i think that <laughs> has been oh a I very know. common trend and i'm not throwing shit uh, a lot of people, I think, think I hate Y bodies. I don't. It's just like I, I think every you just really need to think about it right. before you're doing it because like you're you, altering that car for mm-hmm. its the rest of its life. I do, I do regret doing that to the Datsun. Like I look back and yeah. even with like the the Honda is a different story because we need it for for actual driving purposes. But like I look back at the the, the Datsun and it's like I liked it from a certain angle, and sure. and I used to love it from every angle. And yeah. that always really killed me with that car. That, yeah. And and that's kind of what started the whole falling out of love thing. But, like, man, to do a wide body kit, right, you really do have to, like, take your time and learn yeah. and figure out how to do it. Because even the kit that we did downstairs was, like, that was my first time heating up fiberglass and reshaping right, it and yeah. doing that. And it's still not perfect. Like, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where the guys that I was working with are like, this could be, you know, a 500-hour job or it can be an 80-hour job. What do you want? And it's like, well... Yeah, I, mean, I want it to be perfect. They're like, well, it's gonna be five hundred hours. It's like, okay, never mind. Joe's like, had a good reason for his wide body kit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I initially when I bought the car, I noticed like some rust and stuff like that, and immediately I was like, I know it can go get a thousand dollar over fender kit, and just cut it out and be good. Because yep. like looking at where it was, I had a good idea of like how far it like progressed, and we got all of it out, mm-hmm. which was awesome. So it's like you know the actual outside like of the car should be for the most part pretty good. Um, but what will be interesting, I think, especially with like the over fender wide body 
thing that has become, you know, what is that going to look like in 10 to 20 years when you have all these uh, BRZs or WRXs or, you know, all these cars where those kits maybe aren't supported anymore mm-hmm. and all the fiberglass is cracked or, you know, things are starting to fall apart and it's like you can't get that exact kit anymore. You're going to have all these like cut up cars with no kits on them. <laughs> and yeah, try like, and what do you, figure out how to get that, a different what is that gonna be? Is, Are we going to see like the, like people offering things to like return them back to, you know, stock? Like, are they welding new quarter panels in? Like, I, I think that'll be interesting to see in like the next like 10, 15 years or so. I think that's where you start to see a lot of the, the new era of what cheap cars will be, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. in, in 10 years when you start really seeing a lot of these first gen FRSs and BRZs mm-hmm. and stuff kind of making their way, into you know what i would say is like the drift community yeah. right where it's like i don't care if it's got a title or not i really don't care what it looks like on the outside i just want something that slides mm-hmm. and it's like those cars are going to go that direction oh, 100%. you know that's a i mean that's a good way what would you say i actually had a question for you mm-hmm. what would you say out of all the cars that you've built so far would be your most timeless car Ooh. Mm-hmm. i would have to say my frs when i had it Specifically, when it was on the NTO threes. Yeah, tell the group. Tell the group what you had done. Yeah. To. Um. So that's that. Was, the FRS was like my first like big vehicle purchase. Before that, I had like a two G Eclipse that like you know we kind of like rebuilt and like you know that was like in high school. I had like E thirty six. So it's like you know all like older cars. The the FRS was like my first introduction to like a new in a sense car. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a hot lava FRS, really low miles, snagged from a dealership, was super excited about it, was really excited to hop into like some actual decent modifications. So I got like Tane Flexi coilovers, um, got some NT03s with some like Nitto NT triple fives or something like that. Um, G2s threw Gretty exhaust on it, Tomei header, like, you know, really took my time and like wanted to like do it right. Mm-hmm. And I think it really paid off because I look back at that car now. It had the a VIS carbon duckbill uh, trunk on it, had a battle arrow chassis mount splitter, some side skirts. Uh, the only thing that honestly it was really missing for me was something to like, kind of like help round out the rear with that kind of stuff. But, dude, um, Dakota asked for a picture of it. I think we posted it up mm-hmm. a week or so ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I got pictures. And I like dug through my Google Drive and like took found some photos that I took of like that setup, like up at like High Cliff in the fall. And I'm like. Dude, I fucking miss that car. Like that shit looks so good. Like it had like a proper like mm-hmm. super flush like meaty fitment on it. Mm-hmm. That car drove amazing. It sounded good. Fuck, I miss yeah. that car. <laughs> Dakota, uh, probably my PT Cruiser. Mm-hmm. With uh, I took the back seats out. It had four 12 inch Alpine Type R subwoofers. Uh, I had the tubed LED underglow, so Ooh. it wasn't neon, but it was still tubed. No, I know, I know so exactly. It, it I know was that. so yep. weird. Um, and uh, a stick-on hood scoop. And the stick-on hood scoop is really just timeless. Um, <laughs> you're, you're always going to see them on AutoZone shelves. Yep. Uh, they ain't going anywhere. Music will always be made, so the Type R Ooh. subwoofer is just always going to be. And then Underglow kind of came back. Yeah, that's timeless it'll yeah. always be around it'll always True. it'll kind of ebb and flow but it'll always be around you know, so. I, you know, thought, I thought you were trying to joke before but i think you're 100 percent right would you i mean obviously the ptu <laughs> is the one i was going to go with too but is yeah. there a second option the second option i was thinking about this i don't know if i've really done a good job of doing a timeless build now that i think about it Uh-oh. um well it's like and I, that I don't think it's a bad thing. Like I even said earlier, yeah. is like you don't have to do a timeless build. It makes things nice if you're going to keep cars for long periods of time. Guess who hasn't kept a car for a long period of time ever? <laughs> Me. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would say, though, the GTI was on the right track. 
That's true. Yes, that's actually probably the closest one. Yeah, really good. It just had I had a Mark IV 20th anniversary yellow Mola yellow GTI. And the best thing about that car was its color. Yeah, it was 100. percent Except it was like four different shades of yellow, which sucks. That's Volkswagen. No, that was the previous owner. But yeah, no, I spent a ton of fucking time so I could dial in the fitment perfect on that car, and I did so much under the body, like the R32 spindles, the engine spacers. all different things. There's drop plates yep. to center the rear wheels. So, like, everything lined up perfect. And then on top of that, I did a, a bunch of things around the car just to make it nicer. So, like, the, they all have similar problems, like cloth door panels that start falling <laughs> uh-huh. apart. So, I switched them all over to leather and yeah. stuff like that. So, you're right. I think that was a good example because... It was just nice, clean, mm-hmm. simple. Yeah, you other, were doing but, uh, you were doing a lot of stuff to bring it back to like I don't want to say stock for, but like just like the OEM quality. Yeah. For mm-hmm. like the interior, you were freshening things up. You were spending the time not just like throwing a bunch of aftermarket stuff at it. Yeah. Uh, but stuff to just like you said, dial it That's in. That's always it. the tough. Part. I thought that was really cool. I loved following along yeah. with that build. I hope you get yeah. another one someday, dude. I would love to have a clean because <laughs> that one still needed so I know, I know. too much love, too much love yeah. for me, and I would love to just get just a decent one one yeah. that's been like adult owned its whole life yeah. maybe close to stock <laughs> i would pick one up in a heartbeat yeah i do feel like uh when the, the going to and put, installing aftermarket parts when you have some like always stuff that could be fixed yeah i think is always a, a good move trying to like if you're gonna buy aftermarket wheels and you're like yeah but my like roof liners falling out. it's like buy some glue yeah. and get that thing done okay the that time. felt targeted <laughs> man i don't know either i mean i think probably one of my favorite cars that always remained that i think i could like drive right now and nobody would bat an eye would have been the e55 that's what i was gonna say yeah amg it was like it was just it was right it was the right color had the right arches the right Mm -hmm. wheels the right tires the right carbon Everything about it was just fast as fuck. It was just there, you know, and and I love that mean looking car. I think uh, on the list of like cars to build again on the YouTube channel, I, I do think an E fifty five needs to to come back really? to that. Yeah, what just because like they're... so. How would you do it different? Yeah, what would you do? I think for for me, I would probably go into something um, that's like a little bit more boisterous. Those cars, <laughs> those <Hey>. cars. <laughs> Those cars could be like a thousand horsepower, and uh, I've always wanted to own a thousand horsepower car for fun. Jesus, I know you don't need it, but it's really fun to have a huge car that has a ton of power. You're one of them YouTubers, now. yeah. Are those things capable of a thousand horsepower? Yeah, really. Anything's capable of a thousand horsepower if you have enough money. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but like, I remember like. The Mercedes E55, the E55 AMG with a short and pulley and water meth and all that sort of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, people were pulling like 660, yeah. 700 to the wheels. Yeah. So like, what is? Because I know there's a threshold. There's, it's somewhere up there's there. There's a threshold, then it gets really expensive yeah. because it's like the same with like the 2J stuff that a lot of people don't understand. It's like, yeah, they can, and a lot of people have, but it's like you can get to this amount pretty easily with you know there's, a certain amount of cash. But to get from you know 700 to 800 and yeah, above it gets it's exponential I will, I, like i have to preface it by saying you there's no need for the power right. it's just when you've had a car that's a big sedan and it's got a lot of horsepower you start to realize why they're so much fun to just 
drive in a straight line and this, like just slam the pedal down. It is it is like challenger energy. Yeah, no, I would it's say. viper energy, Alex. It's viper <laughs> energy. It's, Shut oh, the fuck up about it's viper. Fun. It's <laughs> just it's an exciting time. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It just it is, and there's something so casually exciting about having a car that has heated and cooled seats, a ton of room in the back, a huge trunk, big, just everything is is large big. and oversized, and then you just do that, and the whole car just springs to life. <laughs> the whole car, it's like the world has stopped moving so that the car can move. That torque is intoxicating. I would say that's why people love like when EVs launch, and like, oh my god, it feels good. Yeah. It's like, you get a crazy torqued like V8 supercharged mm. car, dude. It feels it's insane. It's such a cool feeling. Sean I don't is know how to just it. screaming yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can hear him in Florida yelling it's right actually, now. Yes, yes. It's actually really funny. Uh, last night, uh, Meg and I were coming back from Green Bay. We were just kind of talking and and stuff, and we got on the topic of like cars and like you know, she's like, well, you know, like what would be next? And I'm like, well, I really want to finish the 240, and uh, you know, we we're like kind of talking about like kind of like dreams of like what I'd want to build and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and. It did come up that, like, I think at some point I do want to do, like, some sort of, like, almost restoration or, like, resto mod on, like, an old muscle car. Yeah. I feel like that. You guys are getting good. so weird on me. <laughs> Not what I was expecting you at wanna, all. Like, you hear? It's going to be when I'm, like, in my late 30s. But <laughs> I think it will happen. It'll be here point. like that. I Yeah. I'm yeah, getting close. I've had, a, I've had a new infatuation with a car. What is that it? Has, that has tickled my fancy. It's no longer Viper. the Viper. It's not the Viper. The Viper. You just sent me a I Facebook <laughs> listing for a Viper this morning. Yeah, I did. Literally. Uh, not a joke. I want I, you to go look up. It's a very cool car. Okay. Looks astounding. The P1800. P1800. I don't know what that is. I, that sounds familiar. It's a Volvo. Wait. From the late Volvo? 60s. Whoa. All right. Okay. I think it's a Volvo. I thought it was an airplane. Well, Volvo it might be. P1800. <laughs> These cars, super neat. Long nose. Very low to the ground. Coupe. Uh, short ass really is a fun Whoa, looking that, car. That sounds I right wouldn't up your know alley. that this is a Volvo. Let me see. Yeah, see. Ooh, how much are those? Um, they look expensive. You can find them for like fifteen to twenty, but it's, most people oh. are doing you know they're doing the out, like engine swaps. Yeah, and they're there's a fine line here because some look really cool. I'm like, oh, this is, good. and then some look <laughs> god awful, terrible, ugly. Because so, a lot of those those old cars, yuck. Yeah, it's the chrome. It's the, it's <laughs> yeah, the Corvette it copy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Corvette yuck. copy. It's a yuck, Corvette. Yuck. So that's the new that's the new hook I'm on right now. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace has a stranglehold on me. Like if there was, Damn, I know, it's, same. it's almost like they put you into an algorithm or something. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> like it's different because it's not like, you they know, most mo most algorithms are you know like do some like buy this shitty product. Oh, you know what I mean? TikTok shop right now is like oh, buy this oh, shitty yuck. Alibaba part. Yeah. And then you like one thing and then the TikTok shop is like, I'm going to show you 27,000 other ads of that product. And that's how the algorithm works. Facebook is different. They're like, I know you like this. Here are all of them all around the world that you can look at. And if you want. You can message the guy. We're 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 fine. We're fine we're just, over. We're just putting we're, it out there. We're fine over here. Yeah, and they're so, like, hey, by the way, you just lowered the price on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're interested. Yeah, if you're, no worries. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace has become like my third favorite social media. <laughs> <laughs> like I find you saying it, it like, has a it dark, from dark like, side. I know it does. I know it does. I but I'll, like, hate I'll Facebook I'll be scrolling through like Instagram. Hop over to TikTok. It's like Facebook Place. <laughs> You know what it is? <laughs> Buying on Facebook Marketplace is great. Selling on that, Facebook yes. Marketplace is yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
It's been I because uh, I mean I don't know how it works, but it, it's perfect. Because right now you go to my Facebook Marketplace, that's <laughs> iconic. It's Viper, Viper, Viper. Oh. Some old random early seventies muscle car. Some R thirty three GTR, and then it's like Ferrari dealership sign, and then oh, I got random, hit with that one too. Random house in Oklahoma with like twelve car garage. They get tornadoes there, and it's like yeah, I like how it shows the stuff I could never ever get. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's a one point nine million dollar home somewhere. Yeah. It's like, I'm like oh. wow, yeah, like eight hundred miles away. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace got it down. I I do like it. I just don't like the feed or anything else. Okay, circling back real yeah. quick um, to our first subject Sorry. about timeless cars. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. What do you guys really think, though, about newer cars and like these? And I, I think this is a bit of like a almost like a boomer conversation <laughs> of like, I like the old stuff. It was fine. And it I, was analog. I, yeah, I think digital stuff has its place and it can be done really well. But also, I just know like they got to figure out ways that they can like you plug in and update it yeah. as time goes on or something to because like you can make the look look fine but that technology gets old mm. so quick yeah. nothing will make me giggle more than watching the videos on tiktok of people looking at the rear view camera of a pagani Wyra, a multi-million dollar car like and the rear view camera is a 360p yeah. fucking <laughs> xbox 360 camera it's off of like a fucking 2008 dodge or uh like ford f-150 yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah that's the thing doesn't matter I think, but some of these are so huge, like the yeah. fucking new Subaru. Well, that's yeah, we were talking about. It. It's like they're it continuously every year takes up more and more and more, and it's to the point where it's like everything is on this display, and it takes up the whole. It's like they're on a mission to just like eliminate the dashboard itself. It's like I don't mind having just a dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, I, it's never been like man, there's too much dash. You know, like I wish we could really put something here. Like this is really underutilized space. You know, really be nice to have just a widescreen. And TV. it's just a copycat of whatever's on the other dash. Like most of these dashboards are like, well, we're gonna put the tachometer and, and yeah. speedometer just on the passenger side too. It's like, it's like why, why, why? why? I, I know it's gonna fucking sound old, but it's like you know, it's like. I got yeah, they got the tech and the speedometer and maybe tell me if the car's overheating how much gas is in it. That's really all I fucking need. Like, I do really enjoy Apple CarPlay. I will that say is 20, nice. yeah. the, the twenty I would say twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen, I think Audi had the perfect combination where it was yeah. driver centric. There was obviously some controls for the passenger, but it was still very like controlled. The dash was integrated. I'm sorry, the digital was integrated into the dash, mm -hmm. which made it very nice and clean. Yeah. And something happened in 2020, and well, obviously something happened. And then everybody's like, we got old circuit boards. Let's put old shitty, you know, heads-up displays and everything. And then they literally just took this 8-inch monitor and just glued it to the top yeah, of all that's these what dashes. It's it just like so much of it just looks so fucking out of place. Mm -hmm. Like it was almost like such an afterthought. Like I think that's what kind of drives me nuts more than anything. It's just like. He just fucking slapped it on the top. Like, yeah. you know, like like you said, if it's integrated, it's nice. The one thing with that, though, it's like the top of the line one takes up the full space. You get in like the base model and it's a fucking four inch screen yeah. in a 20 inch place where it's just all plastic. Now it's like, what is even the point? Yeah, Did, I would say there I think there are a couple cars I would say that are going to be iconic or timeless in sure. their own way. For some reason or another, I really do think Toyota nailed the GR86 mm -hmm. in terms of looks, in terms of OEM styling, in terms of kind of just how the car like operates, like it's got the right amount of feeling. It's yep. got a little bit of digital to it, but it still has a lot of the analog stuff in there. I just think they nailed it. The only thing that they messed up was the engine with Subaru. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like as you get 
as the cars get older, all of those mechanical parts of cars, like, they kind of not go away, but people don't think about them as much of a huge deal because they're getting them for 15000 you know, or 12000 versus 40000 nowadays. I would say the Supra, I think the Supra is an iconic-looking mm-hmm. car. I think it will be an iconic car. I think a lot of people don't understand what they're probably sleeping on right now because I do think in 10, 15 years, the Supra is going to be one of the top-picked tuner cars yeah, out there. This is what's going to happen. It's at where it's at. They're going to start to decline, fall down. All of a sudden, you're going to be able to pick up this 350, 400 horsepower car for 30K. Yep. And you can make 500 horse out of it. Dumb easy. They're going to go fucking like crazy. And then people are going to start wrecking them, cutting them up, doing all the stupid hood rat shit with them, <laughs> as you do. And then they're going to get a little more rare. And then all of a sudden, they're going to start trickling back up. And everyone's going to be looking for that pristine, just yep. nice stock one. Um, another car, too, that I think, um, as long as I've been on this German kick, the GTI 380 edition might go up in value in time because they announced like this is it, this yeah, is our like yeah. enthusiast package. This is the last manual GTI, and we are making a package of it. I could see that being sure. mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, also, too, since that's happening with the Golf R, I don't know how long they'll go with that line. I'm assuming there will probably be an EV one, R EV Rev Rev. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Golf but rep. there's like a 20th anniversary Golf R that yep. they did. I could see that um, also being mm-hmm. like, it's like the end of an era. And I think that's going to make a lot of new cars desirable in the future. Even the new Type R, I could see that being pretty. I do agree. FK8, yeah. We are yeah. in the last, like you see F-O-5. it all over the news. You see the EVs kind of coming in. You see a lot of the hybrid technology coming into these these companies. And EVs and hybrids are a big part of the the selling package nowadays, especially when you look at California and everything that they're pushing and stuff like that, I would say the only other timeless car I could really think of that is going away was was the Gen One and Gen Two R8. It's crazy to think. I know this is like an out. Of, I know it's a really expensive car. I'm not trying to like yeah. bring it out of control, but the Gen One R8 is coming up on damn near. 20 years yeah that's insane to think wow about. Yeah. that is crazy it's a and 20 it year old car and you look at it and you're like yeah you see when you're like i want that <laughs> <laughs> it still looks damn good you know yeah. what didn't what the bugatti veyron <laughs> that's true <laughs> like if you're talking about like similar you know like that thing dude i can't stand the front end of that i don't car know if anymore. i seen a gen one bugatti vera i'd still be like, whoa yeah be like whoa that looks fucking ugly yeah, <laughs> yeah they I, are goofy look. they, they got punched even, in the face even when they came out i always thought that they're very distinct yeah. looking i think I'm yeah perfect. i think they did it was it the chiron i think yeah, it, yeah that, that one was a nice definitely good. modernized, modernized angular yeah. not as bubbly so like it's kind of the same that they did with the r8 but i still think the gen one r8 still looks pretty damn i think you can buy a gen one r8 automatic 4.2 v8 and i uh. think you're Dude, that I don't care. I still think you're getting a damn good car. 420 horsepower, mid-engine, all-wheel drive. It's just fun like, experience. I feel like you if you're gonna do it, you gotta get the yeah. ten. See, that's what everybody says until it. you see the price tag. And then well, right, like, right. Uh. But that's the thing. I'm not getting either. So <laughs> I can sit back <laughs> can here say and say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> all right. With that being said, I think we should take a break, but not before our next sponsor. Me. 
My Fortunados are still holding up, baby. That's why they sponsored the Martini Works podcast. Long before this life of talking about cars and parts in front of a camera, I talked about cars and parts in front of my friends. And you know what I did then? I bought Fortunados even back then because I absolutely love them. Been running them for years. Uh, they're customizable, rebuildable. They look sick. I honestly think that Fortunados are some of the best looking coilovers, even though once you put them in, you won't see them anymore. But you'll know that you have some of the best looking coilovers lovers really good quality guys are in virginia and uh they they take it serious so if you're looking for a set of fortunato coilovers you can check them out at martini works and you can learn more because we've done some videos on them so make sure to check that out and a big thank you to fortunato for sponsoring the podcast breaking news what do you got we're out here and say with the first question to you guys how come some older cars are incredibly slow despite having good horsepower numbers? Why do you They're think? so heavy, dude. They aren't made <laughs> out of fucking paper-thin aluminum. They're, like, all steel. Mm. Gels? So why why are some older cars slow despite having higher horsepower numbers? Like, why? And I older don't, cars were huge. Yeah, I don't think they did have higher. They had big engines, but no, they didn't there's, have. There's some, like, 300-plus horsepower old cars. Yeah, they, like you said, they and were they feel like massive. Boats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, I, I think it's more of, like, you think of, like, the Mustangs or whatever, and it's like, okay, yeah, it had a big big old V8 in it, but it was making 230 yeah. horsepower. That's true, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes I think the, the headers and exhaust improvements on those old cars do so much because yeah, they, yeah, they were really restricted um i mean yeah i think it was just a combination of stuff where it's like okay it has a bunch of weight it wasn't optimized maybe the transmission wasn't the best maybe like the mechanical advantage got lost like somewhere down the drivetrain that just couldn't put it down the gearing was weird you know i think it, yeah yeah nice i got a new one okay What's the best car-related insult you've ever heard? The best car-related insult? Okay, so I'll... I'll yeah, he wears Nike yeah. Pros. Big <laughs> Nissan Altima Energy has a pretty strong sting to it, regardless of what someone drives. <laughs> Somebody said, I was thinking about a casual insult my dad dropped a few years ago. We pulled up to a store, and someone with a 10-year-old Audi had taken up two spots near the front, obviously intentionally, so as to avoid getting dinged. As we drove by, he said, dry as could be. Come on, buddy. The waitress at the bowling alley drives one of those. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Jesus. What's the I, waitress I at say, the bowling alley do to hurt you? It, it's uh, always the people that up badge compliment. That is the one Ooh. that stings the yeah. worst. It's, hey, nice GSX. Yeah. It's a G. yeah nice R, nice oh. Focus RS. It's an ST, but oh. That's cool. That's so yeah, that cool. we've talked about that. We'll go. That is, I I still hate that. <laughs> it's like the constantly down, being downtown. reminded that you didn't get the best trim. <laughs> yeah, no. and it's not even intentional. Yeah, they they yeah. mean it, and it's such an awkward conversation yeah. to be in because I done I've done it myself too. It, it just slips out. It's yeah, like so. Oh, is that a is that a blank? And then they're like, no. It's I'm like, shit. <laughs> like I did the thing. I've been there before. Yeah. Uh, I recall. Oh, there was a good one here. Dude had an Austin Mini at a car show. Another dude comes up and says, how many clowns can you fit in there? Without missing a beat, the Austin owner says, go get your family and we can find out. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was good. That was uh, good. <laughs> there's another good one. I recall an article from Car and Driver where someone stated, the anemic, the anemic Pontiac Sunfire produces horsepower in the same manner a dog shits a peach pit. I don't know what any of that meant. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. What the fuck? Oh, let's see another one. Nissan Altima. It could happen to you. Yeah. The Altima one's good. 
Oh man, I don't know. I'm running my own. I'm not that witty of a person. What? No way. No way. Oh, the new 20. Here we go. The new 2025 Cadillac CT5V Blackwing has a meaner face, and it, my friends, is coming out with 668 horsepower (laughs) out of its V8. That's insane, and I'll never be able to afford it. Yeah, the last car of its kind. <laughs> but they're so dope. If you that haven't checked dope. out a Blackwing, look at them. They're they're sick. They're underrated. Everybody, well, it's just like they're. I feel like not many people like know of them. Right. I guess. No one talks about. Yeah, them. no one talks about them. Well, because they're not really meant to be for us. Yeah, they're no, not that's, attainable. That's they're for like exactly. retired. Yeah. Like, old wanna, race car drivers. Yeah. Literally, they're yeah, meant yep. for like retired people that are going to Ron Fellows to mm-hmm. pull out like yes. they're <laughs> radical, yep. but they need to pick up their wife on the way home but and still they still want to be cool. Yeah. yeah. They get a and CT5 dude, black one. 668 horsepower and they're fucking going 60 miles an hour on the highway, yep. too. Yep. Dude, I, I love it. And I think for the styling, I think Cadillac is one of those brands where I think it has been one of the few to retain its kind of unique design. Sure. When you think about yeah. it, like Cadillacs with the long They're distinctive. Yeah. Like, you know headlight. a Cadillac yeah. when you see them. Right. Audi does it well, too. You, yeah. When you see an Audi, you know an Audi. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of brands that have blended together over the years. Mm-hmm. They're all looking for this angular, modern look. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's certain makes that have done a really good job of, like, staying true to their brand. Yeah, because it does make it hard when you start looking at some of this stuff. Like, the Porsche Macan Turbo, all electric, coming out at 630 base horsepower 370 mile range i'm gonna say it what every porsche looks fucking the same yeah i don't think that's that controversial dakota (laughs) i I didn't say it was controversial i just said the way way that you said it it was like well i'm just gonna um, say it i don't care if nobody agrees with me i think he was more worried about you punching him in the jaw or something yeah oh no i agree with you okay good okay yeah i feel better we're on the same page yeah i don't think it's a i don't think it's a bad thing for them all to look the same because again they all look Good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a bad Sorry looking Porsche there, like, in the lineup. Well, when your twenty thousand dollar boxer looks like your fucking GT, it all comes down wing. to how you spec it out. I think. Right. Yeah. I remember there was a there was a guy who's making like TikToks or something. He's like, I'm gonna spec out the worst possible Porsche, <laughs> and it was horrendous. Oh. <laughs> um, what I will say, and this is maybe the controversial opinion for me, is I don't think Porsches are always worth the amount that they're getting demanded oh hey yo like it seems like every single day porsche is actually becoming worse than dare i say the old prancing horse what car manufacturer is the most true to its price do you think ferrari what the fuck i do i think i think it is i think here i got two i got two i got two i think ferrari and i do believe i think honda is the most true to its word 50 grand for a honda civic I do think with like the SI and the inflation and where everything is at, I think it's probably, do I think it's overpriced? Yes. Do I think all cars are overpriced? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you like bring the, the water level up for everything, I think Honda still nails it. And I don't think the Type R is that car. I think it's still a little too much. But like the SIs, you, I just don't think you've ever really gotten a bad gig with an SI. Ever. Yeah. I, I yeah. think Honda's a good one. Ferrari, I don't even begin to understand i i put that i i don't so when you think about like expensive outlandish cars yep and you think like what are the three or four you think about you think about lamborghini ferrari probably mclaren is hiding in there and like porsche Mm -hmm. i would say porsche sits mclaren definitely yeah yeah but like you think about a mclaren you buy a seven-year-old mclaren right now for like a hundred thousand dollars and like the whole fucking car is falling apart 
The entirety of the car is just like like you see Tavares trying to rebuild this P1, and it's like yeah. McLaren doesn't service the the right. hybrid system anymore. So you're fucked. Like there's no option for these people to have support on some of these cars. And McLaren will outright just tell you like, hey, that 570, we don't support it anymore. There's right. no parts for it. So whatever you can get, you're gonna have to get from other 570s that that blow up. So then you have Porsche, which is obviously super cool and and I guess exciting, but it's not. It doesn't have like the the class like that boisterous class. I said the, the word again. Just on a kick this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so then you're left with like Lamborghini and Ferrari, and I just mm-hmm. I think when I look at the Ferrari brand versus the Lamborghini brand, I feel like the Ferrari kind of is the the car on the grass, you know, like sunny day kind of thing. You're actually paying for what you or you get what you pay for. Yes. Do do people like the brand? No. They're arrogant. You know, they're they're right. kind of noisy. Okay. They're they're sensitive. They're Nancys. But the car itself. Yeah, I can honestly see. It. I think where it comes from, it's like that's just such a a high one where it's you know it's hard to it's hard to see. But I think no, I think you're right. Like, like I don't ever hear of Lamborghini. Okay. Like I don't ever hear Lamborghini. That's like what, what is Lamborghini doing? Making the, another STOs. car that just looks like the yeah. They're just like wait, people like the Evos. Yeah, we're gonna make a million of those. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, do you think that you know when we come back to the discussions, like, does that price match what you're getting? I. I don't think think so, dude. I honestly think a lot of those, you're paying for the pedigree of the brand. Yeah. And that's factored into the cost, Mm -hmm. and everybody knows that. I've never bought a new Ferrari, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing with Lamborghini. I have no idea. Same thing with Ferrari. Like, that's just in it because it's in its heritage. Like, I feel like you can get similar performing cars for less, which in turn would make Ferrari not. But like, what do you think? It, it take take dollar bills out of it entirely, okay. right? Try to try to just. Well, that's weird. Try to wipe the mind of okay. the credit card bill. Okay, gone. And you are looking at every single car manufacturer and yeah. what you know about it from a from a heritage perspective. Okay, you have any dealership you can go into to buy a car, but you're not using money to determine it. You're using heritage. Okay. Okay. Where do you go? Where would you go? Heritage? Like yeah, you're going to buy something, right? Yeah, that you're I, saying I get what he's asking. the truest, really the truest to itself. You know, you've got what Nissan thinks it is versus what yeah. Nissan actually is. You got what Mitsubishi thinks they are versus what they actually are. And you're you have any option out there? What door are you walking through? BMW. I'd honestly probably say Porsche. Just from the heritage side of it, mm-hmm. honestly. But that's with money not involved. With money involved, I wouldn't do BMW because they depreciate super fast. D- that's right. what I'm saying. No yeah. money, no <laughs> money, just just pure pure yeah. story, pure lineage, pure yeah. heritage. Yeah, I think I think Porsche's got a. Yeah, Porsche good. does have a good story behind it. Okay, and then yeah, I could see the same thing for Ferrari then too. Yeah, yeah I I guess I should know more about Ferrari and Lamborghini before really diving in. I don't know a lot. More, I'm more of like an outside perspective looking in because mm. i've never been like hmm maybe i should get a I'm just gonna go check one out yeah. Yeah. It's, i'm just gonna do some research see what it's, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing for me as like jumping on zillow and sometimes just All looking right, at the yeah. expensive houses maybe, just to like yeah. look at them maybe you know? what it is is i haven't experienced the tech that has gone into ferrari like i haven't drove one on the track mm-hmm. to be like holy fuck okay this is why it's 200k yeah like so it's hard for me to grasp why it really is but i i know like you said when you got to take that 430 out on the track you really got to see like what that car was fucking about and how yeah. it hugged and like you could feel it kind of like whew, suction yeah, cup to the yeah so that could change perspective completely and i don't have that so i'll stop talking 
I don't know. It's just it's a cool. And if you guys have one below that's different, you know, let me know. I also think another one is maybe a little bit of an out of pocket pick. Um, that's not more on the sports car side, but I always think Volvo's done a really good job sure. with what they make, what they kind of a target. They have like a they have like a really cool like customer experience thing they do too. If like you buy like a, one of their brand new cars, like they'll like fly you over there, show you the factory, show you your car being built. Yeah, like, that's really you, you can like cool. go drive it around over there. Toyota gives you a track day, and if you use it, and your car blows up. They you're like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Why'd you track it? I would tell you what Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> I know they do. I would tell you what Nissan's is, but I think mine got cut short. Shit. Well, wait, what is Nissan? I don't know. I bought the car oh. and that hey, was you it. You bought a brand new car. What'd you get for it? The brochure? Uh, Usually I, nowadays there's like something with that. You got awkward conversations. That's I, no, we're not going to. No. We don't have to go into it. But like even with that situation yeah. occurring, I don't know what I expected, but I expected something. Something. Well, I, yeah, and that's did you get a hat? No. Yeah. We didn't get a fucking Nissan hat. Yeah, I didn't like, get a hat. I didn't get a shirt. I didn't get a koozie. I didn't get anything. Andy's dad got like the whole swag gear when he bought his Nissan Murano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get nothing for uh, this. <laughs> Nissan, if Give you're a li- fucking hot wheel with yeah, it. Yeah, Nissan. <laughs> Nissan, if you're listening, I don't know if 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 you're supposed to, but it'd be cool if you did because I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. And yeah, I was really looking forward to it too because yeah, I have the wall for hat. filming like. To put something up yeah. as like a little memory, and I got—I bought a brand new car. Like that's nothing. cool. Nothing. What has this been for? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, Toyota offers uh, their their program where you get a free track day mm-hmm. pass, and you can go and ride and learn and stuff like that yeah. when you buy a brand new car, which is neat, I think. And then you're talking about the Volvo experience. I guess I never thought about what other manufacturers offer. I've always wanted to, for the silliest of reasons, you know how you can go and you can kind of build your own car like Porsche online. So they have those experiences in person with certain cars. I think Porsche does it in some of their, Oh, you like go in and like spec it out. Yeah. But you can spec out literally like the whole thing on like a screen and they they pull the samples (laughs) of the color. For some reason to me, I just like, that is such a neat concept. Aston Martin. I didn't, I don't know why I haven't thought about them. They're another brand that I think has done a really cool job. Just kind of being this British upper class, brand that's just out there what like are they, they doing they we don't know hard they do especially <laughs> when they're i think they're still only i think four. james bond saved aston martin <laughs> otherwise it'd be gone yeah yeah the yeah, db9 yeah. Yeah. most wanted yeah. you know, db9 did wonders for the brand yeah, yeah. yeah i'm trying to think do you guys know that the aston martin doors they don't actually open out they open up like like like, at a, what do you mean like yeah going? so this is gonna fuck you like, up because once you see it you'll never so they, be able to unsee it so so instead of opening like this, mm-hmm. right, right, they and they don't open like that, okay. they open like this. Like they slightly like, go up? Like, just, like slightly enough? Just enough to look like it's broken. My, uh, my, my 240 does it, but down. <laughs> That's called sag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thought maybe it had a really cool feature. All right. Last but not least, <laughs> out of context questions. Oh, wow. Okay. We got a couple of them. All right. All right. Starting off, first things first, would you rather drive... Summer tires in the winter or winter tires in the summer? Oh, tires in the su- or summer tires in the winter. I've done it. <laughs> Didn't go so hot. Yeah, it was fine. He's still with us. <clears throat> Here, I think <clears throat> I'd rather do winter tires in the summer. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna run out quick, but dude, summer tires on snow ice, you're gonna die. Would you rather have to tell? Would you rather have to own a Porsche 911? But everybody that compliments your car, you have to correct them and say it's Porsche Ooh. versus Porsche. Oh, you do that. 
Or <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, that's so snobby. <laughs> or would you rather own a GT five hundred, but you must have a mullet for the rest of your life? Oh, mullet. 500. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't care. There you go. That's right. badass. That's bad. <laughs> Mullets are timeless. <laughs> <laughs> and my GT500 fast as fuck. Yeah. 100%. And I don't got to be a Porsche snob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to look at the GT500 guy with a mullet and be like, that guy's stuck up. <laughs> the first no one's going to have beef with that guy. I, I remember hearing that for the first time at a Cars and Coffee in Minnesota, and I like, cringed. That's I I was initially put off to the Porsche brand because that was like one of my first yeah. experiences was walking by and somebody was like I really like your Porsche and it was like one of the really nice garages and like the owner was like thanks but it's Porsche oh like, okay <laughs> yeah fuck you okay on that note what is outside of that what is something that you hear people say about cars that just makes you fucking cringe that, that is a good one um. Oh, it, this is, I feel bad because it is kind of snobby, but it's been happening recently and it irks me really bad. And I try everything just not to say something when someone says MK instead of Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm not trying to be a snob. It's just like, I don't know why that one bugs me, but mm. it really does. Like the MK7, the MK <laughs> just gives me the little bit of the irk. Yeah. I don't care that irk. much. Like not the but, ick, but the irk. But when I hear it back to back, <laughs> to back I'm like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's not how you say that. That's not. I hate when people say they chip their car. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's chipped. Yeah, I, that I instantly think less of your car if you say that. <laughs> rims. Yeah, people yeah. Rims. I don't. Yeah, rims is a rims is a touchy one. Oh, what did dude? Oh, we were going to buy the golf and We stopped in Green Bay, and I had to like make small talk with the guy at the bank that was cutting the check. Um, because Maya was getting the check and he was sitting there talking to me about what we were getting, and then immediately after I told him, he just sat for 15 minutes and told me everything that he hated about uh German cars and why they're unreliable. Like immediately after we said what we were getting, you know what that's called? No insecurity. (laughs) (laughs) But then what gives me the ick, and this one's a little more broad than what you're asking, but is when people know you're a car person, so then they try to talk cars with you but you can tell that person oh, isn't a yeah. car person well, that's because they're trying to be nice no yeah well are they when they're saying how bad your vehicle is and well, how that part is not is there any extended warranties you can get with that thing because them german <laughs> cars I, up, yeah. yeah i worked around a shop and uh dude them guys that come in with those uh v4 cylinders and stuff it's just they're not good aren't right i will right? i will tell you i want to i'm gonna let you in on a little secret mm-hmm. if there are bank people out there that are looking at your your car loan right and and they keep talking to you about like so so what are you going to do with the car Mm -hmm. know that they're probably not asking you because they are car people they're trying to figure out like why the fuck are you buying this yeah a lot of times that's what they're doing when it's like hey your debt to income ratio is like 62 percent. why the fuck are you buying the chevy camaro what are you going to do with it yeah that's pretty much what it is i remember when i was looking at buying the rx8 i almost fucking reach to the phone and strangle the person on the other end of my credit union uh because it was around the time when you know fucking the market was going insane like car would go up for sale and it'd be gone in like three hours Mm -hmm. you know like that was just how it was everywhere so i called my hometown credit union of fucking two thousand people that i for some reason still have an account through and i was like hey i need to get this loan i'd like to go pick up this vehicle like tonight you know, kind of thing, or like tomorrow, if possible. 
and like the process was like so just so fucking horrendous and like i remember they they ended up just like well can you just call us i'm like so i like fucking call them and they're like going through this process and i'm like okay well you know like when can i expect this because usually it's like i my credit union down here it's like i need a loan it's like oh yeah it's in your account in like two hours like approved got it it's all online they're like well we're gonna need to email you something you're gonna have to print it off and sign it and then send it back to us and then we're gonna have this looked at i'm like is there any way i can have this tonight so i can go pull it out of like a credit union down here to go get it and they're like what kind of car are you buying that it's selling so fast and i'm just like so the greatest thing about credit unions is God. is they work they work with you. They work for the people, if you will. The, the problem is me. they're also kind of like your grandma. They are, yeah, I gives got you, like mommed. That gets gives you advice, but you're you're 35 and you're doing just fine. Mm. Like they're still giving you advice that worked in 1965. Credit unions are like that literally all the yeah. time. Dude, I love them to death, but holy shit. I oh love my, my credit union. I don't yeah, think you I got anything bad to say um i i got in because i worked at john deere back in the day mm-hmm. and it's only for deer employees that can enter it and i'm like hey i'm looking at a car they're like sick you, what are you doing with uh the focus st like they remember yeah, you yeah. know and uh, i was like ah, i'm probably gonna trade in they're like oh dope yeah that's definitely an upgrade how much you need and i'm like uh 18 grand they're like oh perfect i put it in the count click I'm yeah. like, oh shit yeah. rcu rcu over on the west side of wisconsin royal credit union has always been good to me i have i did work there for seven years that's but i still helps. yeah i still do all my all my stuff with them and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing the only thing is that sometimes they want me to jump on like a phone call and I just tell them no. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like yeah, I phone, wish I could do that with phone calls. Everything. Phone calls are my act. They'll be like, "Can we just call you to walk through this?" I'm like, "If you have an email, you can email me. Mm-hmm. I promise you, yes. I will get back to you." They're like, "Oh, it's just a lot." I'm like, "I know." I, I specifically <laughs> remember like sending an email back, like, "Please do not call me. Like I am working." And, well, they're you know fucking I mean? open during when everybody oh, else yeah. is working. It doesn't Bank make any hours sense. Hours are the why? worst. Explain yeah. to me why we're open from the hours of ten to five. Really? Because I'm working from eight to six. What the <laughs> fuck? Are like, you... It was to the point where it's they're like so bad, I was trying dude. so hard to just keep it in the email, I'm like selling not open, bulleted, unreasonable. bulleted like questions, like bulleted answers to the response. Like I'm talking to a fucking toddler, and they're just like, "Can you just call us?" And then like I'm like, "Fine." I call them and they're like. So what is the car again? Can you like wh- how much is it? Okay, that's all I needed to know. Thank you. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We to- we talked about this before. We're gonna open up a second shift bank and change the world. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna open bank up bank. Mar- second Marti- shift bank Martini Credit Union. <laughs> open from the hours of four to ten. I'm not working for that. Four to ten. I'm not working for it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, Reaping we'll get- the reward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get up, set up like the John Deere account. There you yeah. go. There you go. I don't know. There's, there, I think there are X obviously all across the car scene. I think when, uh, I think when there's almost like an overtly large sense of entitlement with the car that you own, okay. I yeah. think is just a general ick, you know, like you can be happy that you own the car, but when you need to force like, why it's so yeah. good onto other people, it immediately turns into an ick because you're, you're no longer owning the car for yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're owning it to show other people people yeah which is always a really weird thing for me and that goes with like it's anything. a weird way to go about it yeah like yeah. corvette clubs obviously they have <laughs> those people you know i think ferrari clubs definitely have those people um but like any any group has that you yeah. know what i mean where it's like 
it's the same thing as the you know the track audience you know the track go to the track once and then all of a sudden this person's a track rat and yeah. everybody else is the worst thing in the world they need to tell everybody that everybody else it's like mm. dude fuck off shut <laughs> up enjoy your car drive it yeah. and then break it and then we know you're actually doing stuff at the track that's how I see it that's my ick break it all I'm saying break my it. shit breaks a lot so you're the most professional out of all of us. Damn, dude, you're so good. That's I can't so good wait. I can't wait for you to turn. That's turbo a joke, by the way. Joke. <laughs> Triggered. Well, it's not a joke that you break stuff all. No, time. that's not a joke, but <laughs> the correlation. Just wanted to clarify. If we could just my get shit breaks because my cars are old. <laughs> if we could just get you a car that worked all the time. That's not With that being <laughs> said, thank you so much for listening in on the Martini Works podcast. Hope you guys are subscribed. If you're looking for car parts, mod your car at Martini Works. Please, please, please. And if you need any help, use the chat bot. You're talking to one of us literally every single time. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. By the next time we're here. This should be the last one here. Season. Heard that before. Season, season two, two. Season two. Season two. It's coming up. It's coming. I'm so excited. So thank you guys so much for the support. It means the world that we're able to do this uh, with you. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.